This is episode three of Uwen Ten's life story. In this episode, his daughter Chitsu will read the chapter Eglet. Uwen Ten identifies a personality characteristic which has been both a positive and negative for him throughout his life. War Eglet. The prestigious Defence Service Academy, DSA, is located in the town of Minyu, which is in Mandalay Division administratively, but in the Shan Hills geographically. Naive and excited, I arrived in Minyu in June 1959, six months before I turned 18. As the DSA was founded in 1954, my batch was referred to as Intake No. 5, the fifth intake. Soon after our arrival, one of the 18 freshmen was told that due to a clerical error, his name had appeared on the admission list, but he had not exactly passed all the required tests. As such, he was asked to leave the academy. So there remained 17 of us in our batch. My fellow cadets nicknamed me Kid as I was young in looks and small in stature. I was assigned cadet number 160. The outstanding freshman was cadet number 159. I shall call him Mr. P for his perseverance. He did not give up on his dream of becoming a warrior. He went to university. After he received his bachelor's degree, he gained admission to the officer training school, OTS. Mr. P graduated from the OTS in 1964 and became an army officer. In my third year at the DSA, I witnessed another ouster. It was cadet number 142 from the fourth intake. A year senior to me, he and I trained together for track and field. Since day one, most of us knew he was gay, but none of us reported him to the authorities. In his final year, he was expelled. It remains a mystery how the DSA authorities discovered his sexual orientation or who actually outed him at his stage when he was about to graduate. I shall name the expel Mr. D for his determination to thrive. He did not let the expulsion break his spirit. Out of the DSA, Mr. D pursued his legal education and became a successful lawyer. Sadly, by the time of writing, Mr. D has already passed away. On the subject of LGBT and in defense of my country, I must point out that Burma does not enforce the anti-gay law inherited from the British colonialists. Section 377 of the Penal Code, a colonial era law criminalizing same-sex sexual relations, is still on the books but not enforced in Burma. In emulation of the 1553 Buggery Act that outlawed homosexuality in England, the British Empire inflicted Section 377 of the Penal Code on its colonies, starting with India in 1861. Yet, long after the British departure, Burma has not repealed the law that, that can imprison an offender for up to 10 years with a fine. I do have a sister who belongs in the LGBT community and she lives with her partner. At least I feel better knowing they won't go to jail for being who they are. One of my fondest memories of the academy is a 5,000 meter race that I took part in. Annually in late December and early January, in celebration of the 4th of January, Bummer's Independence Day, the DSA would hold sports tournaments for individuals and teams. The contest most fun to watch was the tug-of-war between a male team and a female team. No, the academy did not have female cadets studying and training with us, 
The female sports teams were made up of wives and daughters of the faculty. Since 1961, the military had stopped recruiting women for non-medical roles. In October 2013, for the first time in 52 years, women, single, age 25 to 30, minimum height 1.6 meter, maximum weight 59 kg, were invited to join the military. Today, women represent 0.2% of the total personnel of the armed forces, while females make up 52% of the country's total population. In annual sports contests at the academy, I would usually compete in the steeplechase and the 1,500-meter race. Somehow, that particular time, the organizers of the 5,000-meter race needed more contestants and asked me to join. Although I had not trained for this long-distance run, I said yes. I figured my steeplechase practice would come in handy for the 5,000-meter run over 12.5 laps of a standard track. For the first four or five, five laps, I was running ahead of other contestants. On my sixth lap, I saw Gu Lamin, nicknamed Lan Char, meaning rickshaw, running past me. Seconds later, Joseph and then Mama E overtook me one after another. Then the two of them were running slightly behind rickshaw in the same order. On my seventh and eighth laps, other runners started to drop out one by one. Rickshaw, Joseph and Mama E were leading the race in that order. I lost count of the times I saw each of them running past me. On my ninth lap, there was no one left on the track except the three of them and myself. On my tenth lap, I saw Rickshaw crossing the finish line and receiving much applause from the spectators. Seconds later, just before my tenth lap was over, Joseph and Mamaoi crossed the finish line, securing second and third places. I was the only runner left in the entire field. To finish the race, I would still have to run two and a half laps. I started hearing laughs and cheers from the bleachers. The spectators, including my teachers and fellow cadets, were now shouting my names and cheering me on. Go, Winton, go! Don't give up! Keep running, Winton! Keep up the good work! I did not remember ever receiving that much ovation and adulation in my life. Heartened by the crowd, I kept on running. When I reached about 100 meters from the finish line, I saw the spectators on their feet cheering and clapping even more loudly than before. At last, I crossed the finish line. The crowd erupted in cheers. Our deputy head minister shook my hand and remarked, "That's what we call perseverance." At the closing ceremony, I accepted the perseverance award for the 5,000 meter race. The prize I received was a mid-sized photo album. I attached so much sentimental value to it that I still have it now, almost six decades after the race. From this event, I came to realize my diligence and stubbornness. Once determined to do something, I would I would always see it through to the end. I would never let anyone or anything clip my wings. When I later became a political activist, these traits would suddenly get me into trouble with my jailers and subject me to ill treatment.